0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope your week so far has been great and amazing. Um, We are entering into the holidays, so please forgive me if my podcasts are running a little behind. But, um, yeah, this week we are going to talk about my story Which is something very dear to me. This is my testimony. And I just hope that it encourages you as it still encourages me every day. Um, Let us just start with prayer. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you. Lord, thank you for who you are in my life. Thank you for who you are in my listeners' life, Lord. Thank you for your grace your mercy thank you for giving us the space to find who we are not only in ourselves but most importantly in you lord thank you for revealing the things that we need when we need them lord i just ask that on today lord that my story encourages the next person the next young lady the next little girl the next woman to not be afraid to open up about their story to uh, you know understand that there is really true healing and sharing and Lord I just want to thank you I want to give you honor I want to give you glory I want to give you praise, we worship you, we submit to you, and we love you. And these things we ask in Jesus' name, amen. So, this week's title um, is called Redemption. And like I said, this is my story or my testimony. Um, It's just a small glimpse, you know, of some of the things that I've been through, some of the things that I've overcame, and some things that the devil really tried to use to hold me back, to keep me complacent, to keep me uh, ashamed, you know, to prevent me from telling my story. And so I hope that, you know, it blesses you as much as, It has encouraged me. So first I'm going to begin by reading from 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. And it says, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories in he who glories let him glory in the Lord so I'll just start like this first I was lost I was introduced to sexual immorality at a very young age um, I can't even remember but um, it, I was I had a cousin who touched me inappropriately Um I was, uh, when I was over in one of my mom's boyfriend's house, you know, all the kids, we all in the basement and this was back when the cable had the little box and they had to switch on the box. And so one of the little kids flipped the switch and next thing you know, porn was on the TV, and we were all just like, Oh my gosh, what is this? We probably watched a good five to 10 minutes before we switched the switch off and we were like just sitting there, just struck, you know, not knowing what we just witnessed. Um. So moving from there, you know, that was my introduction of sexual immorality. I lost my virginity at 13. Um, I didn't know what was going on, didn't know what I was, I wasn't like... I wasn't one of those girls who was just out there trying to even looking for something like that to happen, but it happened at 13. Um, I really didn't become promiscuous until I was about 17. Then leading from there, in my early 20s, um, I had three abortions. I didn't know who I was. I didn't understand how valuable I was. I didn't know that I mattered. I worried about everything. I stressed about everything. I wanted to please certain people. I was cold. I I could be callous. I was loyal to all the wrong people. I was bound by lust, having my way, being in control the feelings of wanting to be desired. I wanted to be wanted, sought after. I was always ready to fight, extremely emotional. I wouldn't let nobody get over on me. I had to have the last word. I was chained by anger. I just, and growing up, I was very shy. I was very timid. You know like i said i didn't know who i was i didn't understand that i was valuable i felt like i didn't matter to anybody i didn't have a voice to speak up and you know if something was happening to me i didn't know how to say you know just simply no i didn't know how to say stop you know um regardless of what it was whether it was just uh my emotions my thoughts if i thought different than other people than my friends You know, um, I always just went along with the flow. I was, um, I wasn't very outspoken at all. And that kind of led me into a lot of situations that I didn't want to be in because I didn't know how to speak up for myself. I didn't allow myself to have a voice and I didn't know that I could have a voice. And so (laughs) it wasn't until I want to say Right around my, I want to say maybe early 20s, late teens is when I started to force myself to have a voice. You know, I started to, oh no, you're not going to talk to me like that. I'm going to, since I was, uh growing up I didn't have a voice now I'm going to have one or you you're gonna know when you make me mad you're gonna know when you hurt my feelings you know I'm not gonna let you get away with certain things or anything I'm not gonna let you walk all over me you know this was my thought process I felt like I always had to defend myself because who would nobody nobody I felt was there to defend me nobody was there to look after me um Yeah, I had, like, my brother and, you know, my cousin that I could call on, but at the end of the day, it was just me. So who was going to protect me, you know? And so I had to learn how to protect myself. Um, I was in, uh, I had a broken relationship with my dad. It didn't start off broken, but I was a daddy's girl, I want to (laughs) say, up until about, elementary school then somewhere in there it broke our relationship broke down our communication broke down he stopped reaching out and I you know it was just broken up until his death and um God was God allowed us to reconcile right before his passing um I didn't know my identity I was always searching the world for Things that I thought would fulfill me, whether it was a job, whether it was money, whether it was, you know, um, having a family, making my own family, whether it was being with a man, um, having him love on me or spoil me or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I was always searching for something, something to fulfill me. And it might've fulfilled me for that them few seconds or a few minutes, but it wasn't a long-term thing. I was always in and out of church. I was raised in church. So whenever I would be in sin, I knew I was in sin. And so therefore my mind in my flesh was always conflicted with my spirit. And I, I felt that every day, every time. So I was always at battle with myself. You know, I didn't know who I was in God. I didn't know who God really was. I knew he was this almighty power. And, you know, you can't go to God this way. You can't come to God that way. You have to do this. You have to do it was like so many rules and stipulations that I just, I didn't know him truly for myself. So I just allow others to put their image of God on me um i only would call out to god when i was brokenhearted or when i needed something and then i would you know do the whole promises oh god if you get me out of this i promise this i promise that and then go right back into my sin and i would you know just it, it it'll just be a vicious cycle it was a whole cycle you know going Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But God, you know, God is amazing. He is awesome. And he stepped into my life and I haven't looked back since. And Psalms 34, 17 through 18 says, The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as a contrite spirit and save such as have a contrite spirit. And I just want to thank God because He saved me. He saved me even when I was on a path to destroy myself. He saved me from me. And I is nothing in this world, you know, that could ever take that away from me. I know God is real because things that I have endured, the things that I have encountered, the shame of my abortions and the shame of losing my virginity at such a young age and Just the shame of my past, you know, when I think about all the situations I was in and could have died or could have been addicted to this or addicted to that. You know, I just, I thank God. I just thank God. I thank him for his grace and I thank him for his mercy, his patience. I thank him for allowing me to even get to a point where he can still use me, you know? And so I was found. God's grace and mercy pulled me from myself. I finally made the decision that enough was enough. I would no longer be bound by the sins I committed against God. I would learn to give it all to him. I would no longer allow shame to invade my thoughts, my self-esteem. I would no longer allow the enemy to use what I did in my past against me, to try to hold me there, you know, to try to make me feel like I was not worthy. When God found me, he, he put his worthiness in me. He put his value in me. He showed me I am his daughter, therefore I am somebody and I do matter. My voice matters. He gave me this voice and I am going to use it to my fullest. I am God's vessel. I am never going back to the things of this world, never going back to the ways of this world. Nothing in this world can fulfill me or satisfy me the way Jesus does. I find myself worth in God, my voice has lightened, my burden has lightened. I truly know what it means to cast all your cares on him. I give God everything, I carry nothing. As soon as the enemy tries to make me carry it, no, I take it right to God and I give it right to him because it is his burden to carry, not mine. This is what he told me in his word. This is what he told me in his word. That it's his burden. He told me, cast all my cares on him. Isaiah 43, 1-3 through says, But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. God changed Jacob's name from Jacob to Israel. Um, if you read the story, you know, when... He was done wrestling with God. When Jacob was done wrestling with God and fighting against him and trying to get his way and understanding, and God changed his name. And he said, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, They shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. God is saying, you are still going to deal with things. Just because you, you know, when you become saved, that does not mean that you will not go through certain situations. You will not deal with things of this world. But when you do, none of them, none of them, no matter what form it comes in, no matter if it comes through just wa- through water, through a river, or through a fire, each one of those have a significance of how trouble may come. But n- none of them. Neither one of them will overtake you because God will provide. He will protect you. He will give you the way out. He is the way out. So don't be scared. When your trials and tribulations come, when, you know, the doctors come and tell you stuff, when family members come and tell you stuff, when friends come and tell you things, when your mind, when the enemy comes and try to drop these little droplets of contamination into your spirit. Do not allow it to take root. Give it right back to God. Because he already claimed the victory over our lives. He already said, in him we have won. So there's nothing to be fearful of. There's nothing to allow to stop you from your calling just just say yes say yes I say yes to God every day I deny my flesh every single day and I find I find comfort in that I find comfort in knowing I can say yes to God and He has my best interest He knows me before I knew myself He has my best interest at heart So my last scripture is Ephesians 1 chapter, I mean, verse seven. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, According to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. God knew who we were before he called us. That's something to think on. He knew exactly what we were going to do and not do. He knew exactly what we were going to say and not say. He knew when we were going to take a left turn, when we should have took a right turn. He knew when we were going to stay straight. He knew when we were going to fall, when we were going (laughs) to fall hard and he still wants to use us he still wants to use us he still wants to use me every time I come before you guys and I record these podcasts I'm telling you I just I don't I don't know <laughs> what God is going to say until I start doing it you know I do my research and I just lay it all out there and I just ask God to use me to his, to his benefit. I am his vessel. And this was my story. And I just thank God. I thank God truly from the depths of my heart that I now know what it means to be loved unconditionally. And I just give God glory and I give him praise. And now I'm going to close with a prayer. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you. Lord, thank you for redemption. Thank you for picking me up, dusting me off, and still sending me back out there. Equipped with your word, with your spirit, with your forgiveness, with your love. With your comfort, with your joy, with your peace, Lord, I just give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. Lord, I just ask that that listener that you just let them know that there's nothing too big for you that you cannot handle. There's nothing too big or too that some a sin that's just so bad that they did that will take them out of out of your grace. That will take them out of love from you. Lord, I just ask that you just wrap your arms around them and let them know that they are loved, that they are your child, that you see them, that you see their heart, and that you will make a way for them. Lord, I just ask that your spirit just come through, Lord, like a mighty wind, Lord, and you whisper to them. And you love them, Lord, like you love me. And Lord, I just want to thank you, and I want to give you honor. Thank you for the encouragement words, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for giving your son so that we can even be here today in this moment in time, Lord. Lord, I just love you. (laughs) I love you. I love you. I worship you. I submit to you. Lord, I am yours. Lord, these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed week.